Ito ang isang espesyal na miniserye para sa mga history majors at history enthusiasts, The History Primer. In 8 episodes, pag-uusapan natin ang iba't ibang mga sangay ng kasaysayan. And with this episode, we start with political history. Hello sa inyong lahat, I am Lee, and you are listening to a very special season of podcast, Conversations on Philippine History, Politics, and Society. The English historian John Seeley was credited to have said that, and I quote, history is past politics and politics present history, end of quote. We are, after all, a political community, and when we study political history, we trace the definition, distribution, and justification of power in the past as it is connected to the present. Kung iugat natin ang pagsusulat ng political history, Magisimula tayo naturally sa kanduran, particular sa dalawang akda. Yung the history of the Greco-Persian Wars ni Herodotus at yung history ng Peloponnesian Wars ni Thucydides. Interesante itong dalawang aktang ito. Herodotus was writing about something that was a recent past for him. Samantalang si Thucydides, he was writing something that he took part in. Pareho silang may awareness that what they are doing is uh, establishing the truth about the past. And perhaps this was uh, their most important contribution, no? That uh, they were problematizing historical research. How eyewitnesses of events are reliable or not. And the necessity for a critical analysis of source materials. But more importantly, the focus of the writing is on the wars between empires and competition for power in the region during that time. It also tells us how the tradition of political history is rooted in ancient Greece and Rome. Pero yung mas malayam na pag-aaral ng politika, ng leadership, institutions, military strategy, court intrigue, republics, empires, mas nag-develop yan sa panahon ng Roman Empire. When Christianity emerged and became a dominant religion, the way political authority was perceived also changed. Kasi yung legitimacy, isang mahalagang usapin sa politics, ay makakaroon ng spiritual aspect. Political power shifted, but the focus of political history somewhat remained the same as well. Magbabago ang trajectory ng political history kasabay ng pagunlad ng konsepto ng Estado mula sa 15th century. Nakasentro pa rin ito sa historical development ng Europe at ng intellectuals at scholars nito, tulad na lang ni Niccolo Machiavelli. He talked about power struggles, violence, and forces beyond human control but are totally within the human enterprise. He wrote about the state but did not really define it, and this definition will come later, in the 16th and 17th centuries. Together with this development was the development of legal studies, or the study of law, which provided a foundation for both the study of history and politics and enabled the elaboration of the state's origins, nature, and uh, limits. Mahalaga rin itong pagunlad ng konsepto ng batas para naman sa pag-unawa at pag-visualize ng international order. Maraming mga mahalagang tanong na sinasagot ang political history at this point. Tulad na lang ng uh, paano mag-exist ang independent states sa uh, bagong international order. The principles that enabled this were problematized by political historians. 
Dito papasok ang influential na ideas ni Leopold von Ranke noong 19th century. We credit von Ranke for his influence in the study of history, lalo na yung paggamit ng primary sources, empiricism at positivism. Isa rin sa contribution niya yung moral philosophy of statehood. He argued that states move through the historical order like celestial bodies. So far, malinaw sa maikning pag-asakasaysayan natin ng history of history na maiugat natin ang political history sa political systems, institutions, leaders, law, military campaigns, wars, at iba pang mga kaugnay na konsepto nito. In the 19th century, the study of political history will be tied to the idea of the nation-state, or what is referred to as national history. Pero ano nga ba itong nation-state? First, we need to define anong pinagkaiba ng nation sa state. Quickly, a nation is a group of people with common history, culture, ethnicity, etc. While a state is an independent political entity with clear geographic boundaries. A nation-state is the combination of these two. So, in the 19th century, the direction of historical writing was focused on the history of the nation. Paano ito nabuo? This story was quite straightforward for nations that have long been states, like France. But for national communities without a state, this was challenging kasi usapin din ito ng identity. Dito na magisimulang magsanga-sanga ang historical scholarship kasi usapin na ng identidad yung magiging focus ng maraming mga pangkat ng tao. Ibang komplikasyon pa ang dala nito sa experience sa mga kolonya tulad ng Pilipinas. But at the end of it all, we see a common thread in this development of historical scholarship. It is still about power. Who rules whom within a state, within a nation, nation states, colonies, among others. Isa rin constant nating masasabi ay yung katotohanan na kaugnay ng ating interes sa nakaraan yung mga krisis natin sa kasalukuyan. Sa 20th century, lalo na sa mga digmangang pandaigdig, nakita natin kung paano naging sentro ng atensyon lalo ang political history. The two world wars and the cold war were political events that had to be made sense of. Kasabay ng paglaya ng maraming bansa mula sa kolonisasyon noong 20th century, naging focus naman yung pagbubuo ng mga bagong nation-states. The preoccupations of historians at least until after the war were politics, diplomacy, military, and constitutional history. It was only until 1970s and the 1980s that political history was challenged and overpowered by a social and cultural history. In the Philippines, our historiography also reflected this attention toward the political, especially starting during the first half of the 20th century when historians, writing in English of course, attempted to explain and contextualize America's venture in the country and its policies toward Filipinos. Ganun din after the war, when post-war scholarship was perhaps focused on Philippine political history, the chronicle of political events under Spanish and American colonialism. Pagkakaroon ito ng impact sa paraan ng pagtingin sa kataysayan at pagtuturo nito because it was during the post-war years when the roots of the Philippine historical periodization as we know it today took root. Essentially, what we studied in school, the Philippine history that we know, is political history or the story of the establishment of the Philippine state, its colonial roots, 
the revolution, the U.S. occupation, the war, and the post-war independent Philippine Republic. This is not to say that there was no other kind of historical writing taking root in the Philippines after the war, but uh, the great attention being paid to our history according to who is in power started during this period. Makikita rin natin how this focus on political history of the country is very influential even in the way we look at the Philippine post-war years. We have already mentioned in some of our episodes how we lament the way the period from 1946 to 1972 has been taught in school. Talagang nagiging serye na lang siya ng kung sino ang presidente ng Pilipinas at kung ano ang nagawa nila bilang mga presidente. When we focus on the leaders, the political elite, or the state, we lose sight of the multifaceted and multivocal nature of history. Masasabi natin na isa itong limitation ng political history. Hindi nito naiya sa katawan ang kabuoang larawan ng karanasan ng mga Pilipino sa kasaysayan, lalo na kung nakatoon lang ang tingin natin sa kung sino ang namumuno. At this point, we have established the roots of history and historiography and the development of political history. Nabanggit na rin natin kung paanong mailalapat yung emphasis sa political history sa tradisyonal na pagkasakasaysayan ng Pilipinas. Totoong may iba't ibang uri na ng history at tatalakayan natin yan sa miniseries na ito. But the way we have typecasted the history of our country according to a narrative of who is in power does not give our historical experience justice. But this is not to say that politics is not relevant anymore, ha? In fact, it remains relevant. Many of our social problems, while rooted in history, are primarily resolved within the spheres of government and politics. It also needs to be emphasized that political history is not just about who's in power throughout time. It is also not just about traditional state-centered approaches. Maaaring i-contextualize ang political history ayon sa lente ng civil society, ng media, at ng iba't ibang mga organisado o hindi organisadong paghilos. Within the study of political history, we look at different sectors of society and how they take part, influence, or are affected by political systems. We hope you learned something new today with this first episode of The History Primer. Next episode, pag-uusapan naman natin ang isa pang uri ng history. Intellectual history. Tuloy-tuloy lang ang ating regular season, hindi na bago yan, every Saturday. Bisitahin niyo kami sa aming social media pages na sa Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at LinkedIn na rin kami. You can also visit our website, www.podcast.org. Thank you for listening and have a good day.